Hi, friends, and welcome to All Things Relatable, a place where stories are shared. It's hard to put a value on a story because the lasting effects it can have are often priceless. An individual's story has the potential to impact our lives in tremendous ways. My hope for you in joining me today is that this episode resonates with you and that you leave enlightened, ignited, and inspired because it only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining me today. I'm so excited to tell this story. So I am recording this Monday night at 9.37 p.m. And this podcast will go out Tuesday at 5 a.m. So it is super fresh, (laughs) the recording of it. And I just want to say that for the last year and a half-ish since I've had the podcast, every Tuesday, another new episode goes out. I've never missed a week. So um, sometimes I have three or four or five in the queue that are already loaded and ready to go out. I have guests that I've recorded in the same time frame-ish. So I have a bunch you know, ready to go. Sometimes I record it a bunch before I go on vacation. So they're, they're ready or for when I come back from vacation, but right now life is just full and I have so many amazing guests that are lined up. Just haven't got times slotted in. It's the holiday season. There's lots going on. I'm wrapping up work and yeah, really spending a lot of intentional time with my family. So yeah, this is a super, super fresh episode, I guess. So thanks for joining me. And also the fun thing was I had a few different things that I was kind of thinking about talking about, but didn't really have them dialed in. So I asked my husband, what story should I tell? What topic should I talk on tonight? And he said, tell the story of Mount Robson, you climbing that beast. So here I am. And I haven't told this story on the podcast before. And I love this story. So my husband, his happy place, his Zen, his connection to himself, his feeling alive is outside hiking, walking, being outdoors. Like I so relate to him. We're so connected that way. I could be outside all day, every day, love the elements, love the rain on my face, the wind in my hair, the snow, the sunshine, love it all. And he just, it's like his meditation is walking. And so he's done some really cool hikes He's done the West Coast Trail. He's done Skyline Trail. He's done, is that Fiddle River? I don't know if I got that one right, but he's done a lot of really cool hikes. And so I love to walk too. I feel like I probably have walked halfway around the world by now. Maybe, maybe not. During 75 Hard, I would walk. It was so surprising in 45 minutes I would walk so far and I love walking mostly like I'm a more of a flatlander. I I definitely do hikes. I love the wilderness and the woods, but um, yeah, the incline sometimes my poor little short little legs just, it does a number on me, (laughs) but 
Anyways, to do, so my husband hiked. He's hiked multiple times before me. He's done overnight, multi-day trips. And I really, really wanted to go, but I was so afraid to sleep in the woods. I was so afraid of bears that I just, I'm going to tell you the process, how I actually worked my way up to be able to hike in the middle of the woods in, uh, I don't know how many millimeters is the tent, a nylon tent in the middle of the woods. So you've got to go check out my IG too. I have this video we did like kind of a practice, just like hiking down by the river with our packs on, cooking a meal for lunch. And so I did want to, I don't know if I will, but there's the Banff Mountain Film Festival. I wanted to make a film and the the name of the film is The Mild Side of Wild because I'm always outside and it's like kind of mild and not into the woods, but So we did this hike and I was going to record some footage. So I pressed the camera and then the most horrifying thing happened. This little rodent like almost grazed my finger as soon as I hit the record button. Watch the video. Like I tell my husband, like I can't act this out. Like my body full, like my full body reacts and I can't help it and I can't control it. So just watch the video on my IG at Candace Danielle Dunaway, where this little rodent pops by and the reaction that my body does. So if you think about if that's what my reaction does to a little tiny mouse, um, and I'm afraid of bears, or I guess I was afraid of bears, then like this was a big thing for me to get my butt into the woods and actually sleep. So there's a few funny things that happened. I got the Canadian hiker's guide and I read the book. I read how to walk up the hills, how to store your food, what to pack, because I wanted to feel prepared and ready and not just out in the wild with nothing. I didn't want to end up like one of these horror stories. So I got the Canadian hiker's guide and I read through the book and Then we did some practice hikes. Then I went to my doctor. And so my husband has a vasectomy. And I go in and was like, yes, please, I'd love to get on birth control. And the doctor's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I know my husband has a vasectomy, but I want to go hiking. And my doctor's like, what do you mean you want to go hiking? I'm like, yeah, I want to go hiking and I am terrified of bears and I don't want to be in the middle of the wilderness and just happened when when we plan our hiking trip to have my girl thing. And so then my doctor's like, oh, just burn it, burn it in the fire. And I was thinking, oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, it is Mount Robson. You're not allowed to have fires. You can have like a cook stove fire, but you can't have like fire fires on the mountain. So I'm like, yeah, no. 
I'm not taking garbage and burning it over a little camp stove, the people that I'm with. And I know it sounds funny, but like, are you with me here? They say that a bear, my doctor said, no, a bear wouldn't be able to tell or smell that. I'm like, how on earth can a bear smell chapstick or unwrapped mint, but not that? Like, no, I absolutely do not believe that. And so, yeah, I got on birth control to just like take for the summer with no break. So there'd be no chance that, that I could even have that. So I did a lot of prep work to get into it, to get mentally prepared. I wasn't really worried about the physical. I feel like I can figure it out. I can walk, I can hike, I can take breaks. It was all the mental that I was prepping for. So then my sister-in-law too, she came along for the hike And it was my husband and I and my sister-in-law and my son, I think he was like five at the time. So we ended up hiking up and to Kinney Lake, um, I think, which is about seven K up, something like that. And so my five-year-old wasn't going to keep going, um, But my sister-in-law, she talked to somebody at her work and she's probably listening. So hi, Shelly. So funny. I swear. I don't know if like she was trying to, to out me here, to leave me on the mountain. I'm not sure if her and my hubby had a plan, but it didn't work. I actually survived. But she had talked to some of her coworkers And in my mind, my husband and my son were going to stay at the camp and me and Shelly were going to walk up and see the falls. That was the plan. That's what I thought all along. But then the day that I get to the mountain, she says, we're actually going to go all the way up to see the iceberg at the top, like 20 20 or 23 kilometers up. And so my husband wouldn't even do this. My husband's done Mount Robson a couple times and he wouldn't go up to see the iceberg and come back down to camp in a day. Um, So I'm thinking, okay, all right. I always say yes, always up for the ride. Um, So we dropped off Jeremy and Brayden and her and I, we continued to go up And she's so stubborn. I feel like she should join the amazing race with my husband and be a team because they're brother and sister. My husband's a Sagittarius. He's so good with direction, so good in the woods, so good just to figure stuff out. Um, Shelly is so, so determined. She will not quit. Okay. So anyways, back to the story. We're hiking up the mountain and we get to the falls, but no, we don't go into the falls. We keep going because she needs to see the iceberg. She told a few people at work that she was going to see the iceberg and back. And they said, no, you can't do that. That's too far. And so she said, yes, I can watch me. Okay. But I didn't know any of this. I didn't know that she told the people at work that she was going to go see this iceberg. So poor old me unsuspecting. We go up 
it was raining the whole time, which I actually found out I love hiking in the rain. I would prefer it than over like plus 30 hot, hot weather. So we hiked up. There was one point where I thought, oh my gosh, can I just call on a chopper? Can I just lay here on the path and let you go the rest of the way? I don't know, five more kilometers there and back, and then just come get me on your way back. I contemplated it. And my sister-in-law actually on the trail, she took off her pants and put on some rain pants, some comfy ones. Her pants were so soaked. She took them off. She couldn't even put the rain pants over them in the middle of this wide open trail. It was so funny. Um, And so I ate all of her snacks. She packs really good snacks to fuel me through. And we see the iceberg. I have a picture of it. I think that's also posted on the IG is the picture of this iceberg that was almost the death of me. And then (laughs) we walked up. There's part of Mount Robson, which is four kilometers where they say get water there you can't find water and then it's like basically straight up for four kilometers and so on the way up we were talking and we're like yeah on the way back we're just gonna jog this and it's we're gonna get back way quicker yeah no so we get up I I think it must have been to 23 kilometers yeah 23 kilometers we got up, we looked at the beautiful iceberg, took a picture, and then it was time to go back down. But we had to go back down to the camp. And so the camp was a long ways away. I think the camp was 13 kilometers. Actually, I think we went up 20 kilometers. Yeah. And the camp was 13 kilometers. So we get back up here. Here, I think I'm going to die. It's rained the whole time. I'm going to have hypothermia. It's a freezing. Just want to get back. And we still have 13 kilometers to go. And by this point, um, we've both, we didn't blow out our knee, but I just said we both blew out our knee. The back of my leg was stretched out. I don't even know behind my knee. I could hardly walk going down or up and she couldn't walk going down. So here we are hobbling back. Like, no, we're not going to be running back to camp. We have to get back before dark. I'm sure my husband's going to be sending out a missing hikers report soon or something because he was even thinking like, there's no way that they're going to go up and go up the mountain here. But we did. And we came back and we slept, I'm sure, like babies. And so there's been a few other times. There was one hike actually before I did Mount Robson. It was Glacier Lake. And I slept in a tent overnight there in the middle of the wild. And it was so, so quiet that you could hear every single thing, which was pretty scary. I have my bear spray in the tent and I think a knife. I don't know. 
but there was a lot of prep that went into going up the mountain. It's, it's usually a mental game, I think. So if there's something that you want to do, try to figure out how you can conquer the mental game. Like, what did I have to do? I had to read a book. I had to do some like practice mini hikes around where we live. I had to go to the doctor and get on birth control. Um, I had to research clothing, like what's the best kind of clothing. I think I Pinterested like what to bring, what to pack. And yeah, the first couple times I packed a lot of stuff. And so now hiking, you realize when something's 100 grams, 200 grams, 300 grams, it all adds up every single gram. So I've definitely changed my packing style and I'm not packing one of everything. And I've definitely learned a little bit about food. I'm still working on it, but um, yeah, getting my food dialed in. So I have like, I'm not starving when I get back out of the woods and I'm fueled up really good. So I'm working on that, but yeah, that's the story of me getting up Mount Robson. And so another hike that my husband did that I want to jump on and do is the West coast trail, like a hundred kilometer hike, which is multi-day, I think five or six days. And I got Santa's bringing me a new set of hikers for Christmas. And we've got a little comic book-ish of the West Coast Trail that I'll read. And my husband's done it before. So he's kind of the Sherpa and goes and checks things out. And then he can bring me along for the ride and knows what to expect. But yeah, back to that again, whatever it is, that you're wanting to conquer, wanting to try, wanting to do, but it is scary. Because like, let me tell you again, the bears scare me, but I'm just scared and I do it anyways. Um, Figure out a way to make it happen. Even if it's just the mild side of wild, figure out how you can do some of the things that scare you a little bit, that push you out of your comfort zone because I mean, after doing that, it's like, feel like you can conquer the whole entire world. What you set your mind to when you actually complete whatever it is, or even the journey, even try it, even if I wasn't to complete it, it just was such a beautiful adventure and just showed me how resilient, how strong, how incredible our bodies are to get me we ended up doing 30 kilometers that day, my sister-in-law and and I, and yeah. So what is it that's on your list? What's on your bucket list? What are you doing next? Thank you for joining me on today's episode of All Things Relatable. If you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it, please pass it along. Also, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe.